Hey, what's up, little boomers? This is Jordan here with the Artillery. Uh, hey, we're doing a impromptu Monday podcast, mainly because we couldn't get around to a uh, Sunday podcast yesterday. So sorry about that. But hey, before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about our awesome sponsor, High Bank Distillery, located in Grandview off Goodell near the Grandview Yard. High Bank is a spacious, full-service bar, restaurant, and gaming area open seven days a week. Come in for great service and creative twist on your favorite food and drinks. Drink local, drink High Bank. Proud partners with the Columbus Blue Jackets and your CBJ Artillery. Also, if you're looking to head to any games at the Schwide, a.k.a. Nationwide Arena, make sure you use our SeatGeek code. You can go to the SeatGeek app or you can go to SeatGeek.com and pick up some very cheap tickets for Blue Jackets games. Use our code CBJ, and you'll get $20 off your first-time purchase with SeatGeek. All right, let's get into it. What is going on, little boomers? Welcome in to the Artillery Podcast. Um, we didn't do a podcast yesterday, and I saw your tweets. I, I saw your hate tweets and your 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 threats online of how angry that you were. And listen, life happens, you know. And we just we couldn't do a pod yesterday, but we definitely wanted to infiltrate your ear holes and talk about this amazing start that the jackets are off to in the two thousand. It is an amazing start. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It is. It's 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 rather incredible, really. Um, Kyle is not here. Warren is not here. I almost did this podcast by myself, but then I uh, I called in a favor from Hayden from the Hockey Dudes, and he is joining us on this week's pod. Hayden, welcome, sir. Yep, I'm a real life, <coughs> uh, or at least a podcast version of Sonny Michelle. Just got a. Or Sonny Milano, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, who I the hell? football on my mind. Who the hell is Sonny Michelle? I'm a real life, uh, the, him too, I'm a real life example of Sonny Milano getting pulled up uh, on daily notice, day of the game, day of the pod, coming in. Uh, yeah, it's freaking good to be here, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, good to be here. Good to uh, get back into the ears of our, of our listeners here. Um, Twitter is, is something else right now. Uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, You're not enjoying. No, it. I'm not. I'm not at all. Uh, Blue Jackets off to a what I d- is a very weird start. Well, I'm confused. I'm not gonna say. Weird. I'm confused. Let's, I'm gonna go with the narrative that this is an amazing start. Okay. Because everything that people said that we're gonna have problems with in the season, we have literally seen in two games. Yeah. Trouble getting shots on goal, trouble putting shots in the goal, and trouble in the pipes. Yeah. No, I mean, that is what everybody's been saying, and now we're actually seeing that. In two games, two we games. have seen that. We have seen, yes, we have a hard time scoring, and we are having a tough time between the pipes. And granted, you can look at the first game against the Maple Leafs and say, well, we were in the penalty box a lot. True. We were. And that we is were. a big contributor to the fact that Corpy gave up four goals, sure. Yeah. But you also only scored one, yeah. and you also had your chances on the power play and didn't do anything. Yeah. No, there's absolutely no offense. And from what I have noticed, we're unable to set up any type of offensive pressure. Um, 
Defense, don't know what they're doing. Got some, some massive holes going on there. I feel like we have, a on paper, we should have a good defense. Yeah. Granted, yes, we're only two games in, but there's something that's just a miss on offensively, defensively, and I, I will say this. I'm not worried about Corpusalo. I think he's going he's gonna to settle in. He's going to settle in. And it's obviously going to be Corpy's job because, in my opinion, what we saw from Elvis, I fault at least five, maybe six of those goals on Elvis. I feel like those should have been stopped. Yeah, he was, there was, he was Swiss cheese out there. Dude, I mean, he, he was, was struggling. <laughs> yeah, like, he, his stick tough. side, he, would, he couldn't stop anything. I'm not saying he's Swiss cheese because he's from that part of the world. I'm saying he's Swiss <laughs> cheese because he had a lot of holes. Yeah. He, oh, dude, it was, it was rough. Like, and these weren't, like, incredible shots by the Pittsburgh Penguins by any means. They were just your standard, typical shots, shots that you're going to take in warm-ups. Yeah. And he could not handle it, which goes, to, you know, ask the question, like, okay, it's, yeah, I get it's a different ice surface, but like, in terms of, like, scale from what he's yeah. used to. So is he just having a hard time reading things or... Well, I don't I know, mean, dude. One, just all the hype surrounding him, and he comes out and does that. Yeah. That's a rough look for him. First period, he faced 10-plus shots and turned them all away because I yeah. think it was, what, it was nothing, nothing after the first period on Saturday night. Was yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah. And then we go into the second period, and then that's really when the doors were blown off, and that's when the floodgates opened up, and yeah. it was a typical us-on-the-road-at-Pittsburgh game where we just looked bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like the fact that Torts threw him to the Wolves in Game 2, and I said this last night on... The hockey dudes. I don't think that Elvis started la- or started on Saturday because it was like a quarterback situation in football where oh, Corpy didn't play good. Like let's put the second string guy in, see how he does. Like no, I think I don't think that was the case. I think Torts knows that Elvis has not played one NHL game. Yeah. What better way to start this guy's career than throwing him in the toughest regular season environment? You is can it a good in? way to? St- Start it like, is. You think so? Because I think it's good. That could def- that can mess with like his self confidence. Okay. Well, his self confidence <laughs> needs to. I we need to find out right now whether he's the kind of person he is. Because here's yeah. the thing: there's no room in the NHL to be soft and squishy. Oh no, there's not. You know, and we've and seen I that. think, and I think if Elvis is the guy that he says he is, and if he has the confidence that we've been hearing about from him all off season, yeah, then he's got to be a guy that bounces back from this. It, he's you he know ha- he has no choice but to all right. I mean, it, it's only up from here, right? <laughs> I yeah. Mean, t- at least it should be. It's absolutely. I mean, you're not going to – I mean, I'm not going to say he's never going to have games like that again because that's obviously not true. Every yeah. goalie has games like that. But he needs he needs to be thrown in there early and often so he can get used to the way that the NHL game is played. Yeah. And that's – that's something you need to take as a player and be like, wow, I'm being granted this role as the backup, as the number two man mm-hmm. in the NHL. Like, I need to tell you, I, I got to play in Pittsburgh against the Pittsburgh Penguins on their second game of the season. Like, you know, and it's tough because Pittsburgh also lost their home opener yeah. to Buffalo. They weren't going to lose back to back at home, you no, know, and like, not at all. It's, it's tough. I'm, you could tell by, Torts his voice after the game, we're fine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and like I'm. Listen, two games. That's that's all we've seen. That's a very small sample size for an 82 game season. 
Um, and you can just look about look look last year, um, the St. Louis Blues were last place in January. In January, and they went on to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So not to say we're going to go on and do that. Hopefully we do. But yeah, two games, not a very good sample size in terms of judging this team for the whole season. But these two games were not fun to watch by any means. And I love the Blues uh, comment because there's two things that everybody says. The first thing everybody says is, well, the Blues were in last place in January. And the second thing everybody says, but I understand that was a long (laughs) shot. (laughs) It is. is. The point point is well brought up, and it is a reminder of the underlying fact that this is hockey. Like, things change from game to game. I mean, it's... Mika Zibanejad is the leading point scorer right now with eight points. If that's not going to continue the rest of the yeah. year, you're not going to look. Do you know at who the, the leading point scorer is for the Columbus Blue Jackets right now? It's. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, my last year woes with twenty are gone. I'm throwing them out the window. I was a little upset because he scored more goals than Wenberg. That was more about Wenberg and less about Riley Nash. <laughs> How many goals did Riley Nash have? Last year he had three. And Wenberg had, had two. two. Yes. <laughs> and last year. Early on in the year, I like we were predicting who was going to have like more goals. I remember that, and I said Wenberg, and everybody was like, "Oh, Riley Nash!" And yeah, he beat him by one goal because <laughs> I think he had like two in the last three games or yeah. something. God, dude. he had an empty netter. It's like the last goal of the regular season last yeah. year. Yeah, uh, Riley Nash had an empty netter, but no, I mean, you know, that's the thing is, um, yeah, Riley Nash leading point scorer for the Jackets. I think he's got two. Yeah, yeah, so he's got two points. Two. I mean, that's just that's the kind of work that we're going to need. We're going to need those guys to get uh, a little scrappier on the boards. That I have a question the, for you. In terms of, like, so we have a lot of new guys, right? We've got Texier, Bimstrom, um, Lalia. Gustav. The, the, Gustav. These guys, for the most part, I feel like are more skill finesse. And I feel like we're kind of losing sight of kind of that blue-collar, Blue Jackets team that we've always kind of had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we have the Andersons. Yeah, we have PLD. Yeah, we have Felino, Boone. You know, those are f- probably the four guys that stand out to me that still can bring that blue-collar, grind-it-out mentality where we wear you down as, as an opponent. But I feel like some of these new guys coming in, we're kind of – I mean, yeah, it's only two games, but I feel like we're kind of missing that aggressive, blue-collar, grind-out nature to this team. Yeah. Do you th- agree with that? Yeah, and a lot of that was because we were carried by some generational, uh, oh yeah, a generational time, a generational talent in our Temi Panarin. Sorry, I get choked yeah. up just thinking about him <laughs> not playing for us, but something like that. Because we were carried by those guys, that was kind of the identity of the team. I mean, you still had your grind lines, you still had Anderson, Nick Foligno, Boo Jenner on a line, and yeah. you you have that line this year, and they've played bad. That line has not played oh, good yeah. this year. They're like minus four, so yeah. they're not playing good through two games. Um. It's just one of those things where we have so many new guys, and because we've only seen them play two games, it's up to Torts to try to put these puzzle pieces together. Because you got Bemstrom, who's a pure goal scorer. Yep. Who's in a similar way we have that in Cam Atkinson already, so we're not going to put him on the top line. You have Texier, who's a puck moving forward, but he's young. Um, he has the potential to be a guy like Artemi Panarin because the way that he sees the game and the way that he plays with his confidence, but where do you piece that in with this lineup? Yeah. And then you have uh, Gustav, who is, of all the guys, more of the grinded-out guys. He likes to get goals down low. Where do you put him? Like You got all these guys, and you're just trying to figure out how they 
put him because I think if it was up to Torts, the identity of the team would be the blue collar, yeah, grinded out winning team. Yeah, no, I, I I would agree with that. I think if Torts did have a say, you know, it would be more of that nature. Um, yeah, I mean, I just it was encouraging though. I mean, I feel like PLD is kind of assuming the role of you know that type of guy, and we saw that with him and Crosby, which you know. If, a year ago, maybe two years ago, if PLD, I feel like PLD wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Go yeah. go toe to toe against Crosby. Yeah. Granted, I, you know, I feel like he was trying to maybe spark the team a little bit. Didn't help yeah. at all because we still lost seven to two. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just I love that quintessential hockey player, which we're seeing kind of disappear from the NHL. Where you know, I don't know, just those grinders, those fighters, those people that that's. The Matt Calverts of the league, you yeah, know? Yeah, we need more Matt Calverts. I, like, I, yeah. I I, had that joke one time that they tweeted out, like, NHL NBC tweeted out during the offseason just trying to generate some, like, interactions. Pittsburgh's all-time lineup, Mario Lemieux, Crosby, Yager. Who are you putting out there against these yeah. six? And then they, like, named some other guys. And I said, six Matt Calverts. <laughs> because honestly, Dude. Like, you know, those are the kind of hockey players you need. Yeah. He, had yeah. a, he had a rough go of it towards the end of his Blue Jackets tenure. Sure. I yeah. mean, Torts called him a toilet seat, which well, not a good look. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's tough to know what was said behind the behind the doors, but between coach and player. But there was a lot of time where, you know, he was kind of inconsistent with the way that he played. But I mean, when it came to the postseason, there was nobody you'd rather have on your team than Matt Calvert because yeah. he was the guy that you could count on is going to give his best. He's never going to take a shift off in the postseason. No. And he was. I feel like he never took a shift off in the regular season. He exactly. Just, I mean, he's in our just eyes, not that skill guy. But Torts you know? is a Torts is a guy that will try to milk the very best out of you. Yeah. So if he's like trying to coach you up and he does it in kind of like a tough love way, if a player doesn't like that, he just takes it personally and just wants. Oh to yeah, leave. we've seen that. So, I mean, that happened with uh, him and Dubinsky in in New York. Yeah. Like oh, Dubinsky, yeah. you know he. Wasn't playing to what Torts expected him to do, and Dubinsky saw it other other uh, you know saw it different, and they they butted heads. It but. happened last year with Sergey Bobrovsky when he like quit on the team, oh, went yeah. to the showers early, and like threat like basically threatened to run away like an eight year old boy. <laughs> <Yep>. Like <laughs> I gotta yeah, say, Torts is one of those coaches that just he he can grind you down mentally. Oh yeah, I gotta say though, I I appreciate Bob and everything he did for the Blue Jackets. But seeing him lose that first game as the Florida attendee made me smile. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like I am rooting against the team that he's on just simply because I am a little envious that he chose to go there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I said it last night. Like, on the again, I said this on the hockey dudes. Like, the thing is, is the game two that he bounced back against. Oh, he bounced back right away. Yeah, he he had some lights. He had some great saves yep. in that game against Tampa Bay. He got lucky that Mike Hoffman decided to have a hat trick in Florida. So <laughs> yeah, always uh, helps. That always helps. But I think when he makes a statement like that, I think what he really <laughs> believes is he can go to any team and he thinks he can win a Stanley Cup if he plays his best. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. As much as I don't want to agree with that, I do, because I he can probably single handedly win you a Stanley Cup. Although we could s say 
No, because we he gave had, him four tries. <laughs> we did. And he was we over did. four, basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So maybe I'll, I retract that statement. But he can he could give you a chance. Yes, if he play, if he if you get Vesna Bob in the postseason for for sixteen straight games plus, yeah, you can win the Stanley Cup absolutely because yeah. he's going to keep you to one to two goals a game. Yeah, unless you're playing the Pens, and then he's going to put up three or more. <laughs> True. I did see a tweet, and I found it very interesting. Just, just, I'm just trying to be a little optimistic here. Uh, this is from Jackets Insider. He tweeted out today. Uh, the last time the Jackets started 0-2, they went on to win 50 games, and they set a franchise record with points and wins. They so, went on to win 50 games? Yeah, last time I started 0-2. Oh, I guess 50 games is a lot. Sorry. Uh, for some no, reason, that is a lot. For some reason, I was thinking 50 <laughs> points. Like I was like, <laughs> no, that's not games. that good. <laughs> 50 no. games. Yeah, yeah, 50 games. So, just you know, trying to be a little optimistic here with the start yeah. here. You know, it's you never know. The, the good thing about about this being an, a quote unquote amazing start for the Blue Jackets, and I mean that literally, is because we are experiencing what everybody thought was going to be a season's worth of problems in two games. Yeah, I'd rather experience what we've experienced in two games than in two months of the yeah. hockey season, you know? So let's – it's it's Torts' favorite terminology, ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows of the season. Yeah. We're in we're in an ebb right now. <laughs> Whatever an ebb is, we're in it. We're in an ebb. <laughs> we're in the ebb. Trying to get back in the flow. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's funny that, that – so that was the 2016-2017 I think season. that was the year right before Panarin came. Right. We had 108 points, I think. The, the amazing thing about that season is we were – and I, we I think we were twelfth in the league in goals four, which is very good. That's top. That's top half. Yeah. Um, usually that's going to get you in the playoffs if you have good goaltending. The thing is about that is we were also sixth. Sixth can't say six. Sixth. Well, how did you the, say it there a second ago? Sixth. I don't know. I don't even know how. Sixth. Sixth. <laughs> we were sixth <laughs> in the league in power plays. Our power play percentage was top six. Yeah. We need we need to take advantage of that opportunity. If our power play could just be just half of that, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Because our last two years we were twenty sixth. Twenty sixth <laughs> We were twenty sixth and we were twenty eighth in yeah. the last two years. That's so bad. That's garbage. That's we need so to find bad. we need to find a way to start What is the issue here? I can't power fig- play? I can't figure it out. I feel like we have enough talented skilled guys that can get their shit together during a power play. Yeah. You know, I I'm not paid to the degree to be able to say what's wrong with our power play, but we need to start taking advantage. You yeah. know, it's tough because it's it's tough. Yeah, I, again, like as a fan, I can't sit there and say it's this or that, and I know the coaches are having a tough time saying it's this or that, and the players are having a tough time saying it's th- this or that because if they knew what it was, if they knew what it was, they would just you know get rid of it, and try to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating, though. I can't figure it out. But, yeah, no, I mean, and I, I've talked about this on probably the past two podcasts. I still think this team is capable of maybe getting that ace spot in the, in the East. I think the talent is there. I just think with the amount of new guys we have, new young guys we have, them having to acclimate themselves to the core group that we've had here for a while is not going to happen overnight. It's just not. 
as much as we want it to happen, it's not going to happen. It's going to take time. And I think last episode I said, this team is going to hit five, the 500 mark at Christmas. Right. I think they're, they're going to, they're going to struggle out of the gate. And that's what I said that. And yeah, it's only two games. Who knows? Maybe we'll win two. We 500, you know, immediately, but just speaking in terms of the overall, overall beginning of this season, I think we're going to see a lot of games where this team struggles. A lot of games where our goaltending is not going to be there, where our defense is going to have some holes, our, our offense, you know, that top line, depending if we keep Texas up there, the lines are going to be in a blender for sure. The yeah. torts blender is going to be in full effect this year. Full effect, absolutely. Yeah. And we're we're gonna we're gonna struggle to find those lines. Then we're gonna struggle to find you know where where they sync together and and you know it, we just don't have to what you said that generational talent. And I oh, I hate bringing him up all the time, but Panarin, I mean, he was a game changer. He was a dude that could make anything happen at any moment. Yeah. And we don't have that. We have instead we have a guy that has the potential to be great. In Texier, right? You know we got the Bimstrom in there, but it's not going to be an easy road this season. I still think we're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think we're, we're going to see what this team can Would truly do. Would you put hundred dollars on it? Hundred dollars that we'd make the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll Venmo you. Actually, you Venmo me. I'll give you my Venmo. Oh name. no, no, I'm not saying bet me. I'm oh, okay. saying it, the odds are right now plus one seventy five. So if you put a hundred dollars on that we make the playoffs, you win a hundred seventy five. Oh. Hundred seventy five thousand? No dollars. Oh. Yeah. I want to win more than that. So you wouldn't put a hundred down dollars down that we'd make the playoffs. I would. Do it. How, how do I do this? <laughs> just, you don't <laughs> just kidding. You don't have to do it right now. I'm not a uh, betting man. I don't know how to do this. No, no, the, the the point is well heard. Um the tough thing about the Eastern Conference this year is we need to win some games because we can't we can't be buried early right now. Because there's not, there's not a lot. Of, there's zero teams in the Metro this year that are easy write-offs for not going to make the postseason. The New Jersey Devils, the bottom of the division last year, they or it was they were right near the bottom. They added PK Subban, Nikita Gusev, Wayne Simmons, and Jack Hughes, and they still have Taylor Hall. Yeah. Like they're going to be a great electric team this year. New York Islanders. Second place in the Metropolitan Division last year. You know they're good at hockey. You got to worry about the Carolina Hurricanes now. The Carolina Hurricanes are completely. They're they are the Eastern Conference yeah. finalists. That's that's they the very, team that we're seeing. It's either going to be them or the Caps, in my opinion. For for winning the division, for winning the Metro. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think I don't think that's a hot take at all. They're they're yeah. a freaking good team, and they got Jacob Slavin, who is a puck moving yeah. defenseman that is looks he looks like you talk about guys that are going to compete for the Norris trophy this year against Seth Jones Jock, Jacob Slavin's going to have a good case yeah because he came off at the end of last year for Carolina on their blue line and now he's going off again this year and they got Peter Mazurik in net who's been a goal, good goalie ever since he's been with Detroit oh yeah as long as he stays healthy they're going to be a, they're going to be a good team and they still got Sebastian Ajo who is a generational talent i said last night in the hockey dude's best player under 22 Damn. in my in my opinion yeah so yeah i mean yeah you you every single season you just you can't sleep on the metro i mean it's now you have like you have teams in the metro that have gotten better to where maybe we've kind of regressed and that's that's not good 
because the Metro is always so dangerous. I mean, a year ago or two years ago, you didn't have to factor in Carolina. You didn't have to factor in the Devils. You know what I mean? Like you only had to worry about the Capitals, the Islanders, the the Pins. And now you have to worry about five or six of these teams. And I wouldn't say that we improved ourselves at all during the offseason. But at the same time, I don't think we're as bad as what the media says we are. No. So, But not improving yourself in such a tough division when other teams around them are improving themselves, it's a tough tough scene for the CBJ. I would be worried if the... I would be the same level of worried that the rest of the league is worried about us if we didn't have Bemstrom and uh, Gustav Nyquist this year. And yeah. then the other guy. I'm just afraid to say the other guy's name. Yeah. Can you say his name for Oh, me? the... Jacob Lalia? Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't know yet. I've seen you guys have gotten tweeted at like 15 times. Oh, well, we do 15, all the time. 15 different pronunciations. Here's the thing. Like the past two games that I've watched, I've watched them without really like audio. Be- well, I mean, the audio was on, but like I was with friends. Right. And we all were just having a good time. Yeah. You, know? you know what I mean? So I wasn't like fully paying attention. I've yet to hear this dude's name actually pronounced. Well, Lalia. I think it's. What's, L- what number is he? Lalia. What number is he? I couldn't tell you. Well, we're going to find out what his number is and just call him by just his number. Just call him by his number? I, I got in a debate with Kyle the other day because, like, I was texting Tommy, and he saw my text, and I was like, we were talking about the fantasy hockey draft, which, I mean, you had to figure out I was going to bring this up talk at least about it. once. <laughs> at least This is my once. first year doing it. I still don't understand. This is everybody's. When, when the hell do I need to pick my this team? This is everybody's first year doing it. You have to pick it every night. I Every thought it was like once a week. Your line. Yeah, it's once. Yeah, Jesus. you pay. You play a new team once a week. Oh. But you set your lineup every night because you want to put guys that are playing in your lineup so they can get you points if they score. Okay, so I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a complicated thing, and I, I mean it's something that requires you doing it every day. But it's not like yeah. it's that hard. You just get on the app, move some well, guys yeah, around. That's true. Figure out who's playing. I just didn't know that's how that worked. I smoked you strictly because I have Mika Zibanejad, yeah. <laughs> who I drafted in like the sixth round. Cause, yeah, because I was looking, and like my point total was pretty like on par with every, had, everybody yeah. else's. You actually had a good week. Yeah. It's so just, you, I just, have, you just had I just a lot blew, better week. I just yeah. blew out of the water. <laughs> that's and like I my also, freaking uh, football I, fantasy. I've, I have the... Highest point total in the my fantasy league. I'm one and three. Because everybody changing. else, because everybody else freaking blows me out of the water when I still have a really good game. Sounds like nothing's changing between you no, and fantasy football and bad. fantasy hockey. Although I'm gonna win this week, so I'm about to go to two and three. Okay, so uh, I'm making a bounce back. We'll just call him Jacob. Jakob. Jakob. We'll just call him Jakob. <laughs> well, his name is. I think his name is actually Jacob. Well, we're, we'll call him Jakob. It looks like. Jakob Voracek. Can we just call him That's how JL? He spells it. Can we just call him JL? JL, we can. That's cool. Like, that sounds cool. It kind of sounds like you know what you're talking about when you bring him up. Lalia. <laughs> there's, there's a J right next to an L. There's Dude, no point. The J is silent, for sure. So it's the... L- I'm not going to say it. I'm not... I don't want to... I've seen Lalia. you guys. I've seen the little boomers. They have been ruthless <laughs> in the way that they have tweeted at you guys. <laughs> they have. As if they know something. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Rega- regardless. I think I'd rather have that guy in than Sonny Milano. Where has this guy been playing? Where did he play? He played... Oh, he played with Bemstrom last year yeah. in the Swedes. Yep. You think like they would that. have some chemistry, but that doesn't look... Have they played? Have they been playing on the same line? It's I don't been- think so. See, that's the thing. I haven't even seen 5-2 out there. Yeah. 
Did he play last game versus the Pens? I don't even know. I don't, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I maybe Torch, maybe Torch did the old uh, shorten the bench thing where you normally, you know, halfway through the game, half only half the players are playing. Playing, like, the top yeah. two lines. Like, <laughs> yes. I can see like that. Boone Jenner's out there like, please, coach. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm pretty I'm pretty much a goon. Like, yeah. get me off the ice. God. It's going that way. All right. I mean, we let's let's turn the trend to tonight, though. Let's do it. Um, Jackets first Sabres tonight at the Schweid. Schweido. The Schweido. Um, it's going to be Schweido by the time I get there. Is it? I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. It's two hours until the game starts. Yeah, and you brought, brought a six-pack or something. I actually brought a 10-pack. A 10-pack? Yeah. Oh, and, like, they do some... Lights. Yeah, they, but they're, like, they're like not the tall. They're, like, the medium yeah. height Bud It's lights. not this... Is a regular can 16-ounce? Yeah, this... That's, like, maybe a 20-ouncer? I don't know what... They'll probably tell is, you. But there's some sort of, like... Uh, In-betweener. <laughs> there's some sort of math that they do on the side of the case that shows, like, it's, like... 10 times like 0.8 equals 12. Like they're trying to say it's basically a 12 pack. Dude, Bud Light math, man. I don't know. I, like, when I go to find beer, I try and I don't want to do math. No. That's just, just tell me what it is. Yeah, it's it's really hard to look at, but all I know is that the beers are taller, but there's less quantities of them because they're saying that the taller <laughs> beers. Look on the side, it'll tell you the ounces or maybe the bottom of the can. Uh, sixteen. So a it's normal a 16? can I think is twelve. Yes, that's right. That sounds accurate. So I have a sixteen, and a tall boy's twenty-four. Yes. Yeah. So you're right. And now. those are fifteen dollars at the Schweido. <laughs> They're not quite fifteen. They're eleven. Yes. Right. Eleven fifty, I think. And it's like only Bud Light too. It's like the only beer you can find. They have Labatt. True. You got to go to the Skyline Chili Stand. They have the Labatts back oh, there. Oh, okay. There's Skyline Chili Stands everywhere. Good. It's the best. Best stand in the arena. We should go down and start. We should just start interviewing fans. Ask them what they think of this here. We can. Like, just ask them, like, <laughs> how do you say this guy's name? And then we hold up his <laughs> face. How do you say his name? Well, I, I'm, I'm open to it. We have our little portable device guy. Yeah, all 15 of the fans that are going to be at the tweet out tonight. <laughs> Dude, it's a tough look. I was on SeatGeek, which shameless plug. Use our promo code CBJ. $20 off your first time purchase. You literally might be getting money back. Because tickets are going for eleven dollars right now. There's no such thing as a shameless plug when you're yeah. talking about the Blue Jackets. In my eyes, true. Buy your tickets off SeatGeek, <laughs> please do it. Um, or, I, just, I, or just wait till they email you or send you stuff in the mail. Like here, here's some free tickets. I'm gonna go less than ten thousand in the Schwai tonight, for the first time in a long time. Browns playing on Monday Night Football too. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a tough, tough look. But hey, I mean, if you're in the upper bowl, you know, just go to the lower bowl. Find you a seat. Find you a seat. You know? But prediction for tonight. 7-1. Just 7-1 and... Us. Okay. We <laughs> go off. <laughs> we go off against Buffalo? We go off against <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> you think about it. I mean, really no pressure. Nobody's going to be watching the game. Uh, nobody's going to be at the game. So there's just, you know, now's now's a, a better chance than not to, to go off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, mean, a, is that a weird thought? No, it's yeah. not weird at all. I said 7-1. You di- yeah, you did. I said it's a perfect night to go off. Okay. Because nobody's going to be watching. <laughs> Everybody's going to see the scoreline and give the eyes to their best friend. Like, mm-hmm. we should have went to mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Browns are going to like, I have no idea what the Browns are going to do tonight. They play San Francisco, who's a good football team. And 
the Browns looked good last week. They looked great last week. It's just you're playing on the road at Monday Night Football. That's like the second Monday Night game of the year for them, isn't it? Yeah, because they played the Jets earlier. Yeah. Uh, they got four primetime games this year. They've played three already. Well, after tonight, it will have been they've played three primetime games, and their last one is Thursday Night Football against the Steelers, which comes later in the year. But um, I would just like to say that I do have Chubb on my fantasy team, and he went off last week. So I'm Three tutties. That, yeah, dude. You love to see that. I think he's I'm I'm already gonna win this week. I'm up by too much for this for this guy to come back. Actually, Warren. Sorry, I'm playing Warren this week. He's not here. Freaking Warren. I know. But freaking Warren. Did you see um trying to find it here? It was a uh, picture that was on the old Twitter sphere. I love the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Speaking of Chubb, it was a group of five friends. I'll show you. You obviously can't see it. <clears throat> but they have they all have Chubb jerseys. And one says has a zero on the back says no chub. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it says <laughs> this guy, so then it's quarter like, chub. Quarter chub, half, half chub, three quarter chub, three ch- full three chub. Qu- full chub. <laughs> my only question I love is it. I love it. My only question is did they rank their chub jerseys based off how big of a Browns fan they are? Because that's the best way to do it, right? I would assume so. Like if you watch the, the Brownies score, like you get a half chub. Yeah, so it's like you know, you're hanging if, out like me. Like for example, I'm not. I'm the Lions are my number one team, but the Brownies have kind of like always been my number two. But I've also thought Browns fans were kind of annoying. But like I've always kind of yeah. I've been friends with a lot of Browns fans, so I'd say I'm like I'm like a third chub. I think what they did is they all were watching the game together, and they just were guys being dudes. I hate and, where this is going. And they just, to what you said, yeah, they, they just... Uh, All had chubs. Yeah, they just... <laughs> they just... They compared sizes. <laughs> oh, so you think that's a size... That's, that's how big their chubs are compared to each other. Yes, that's exactly what... The, I mean, that's what, you know, guys being dudes is, you that know? That's what just, guys you, being... You just hang out. what dudes being boys being guys are. <laughs> yes, exactly. On, a, yeah, yeah. On that note... We'll leave that. I'm going to give my score prediction tonight. Um... I'm going to go 5-3 jackets. Nice. I'm going to ride the same train that you're riding right now in terms of we're just going to go off. We're just going to go off. We're going to silence the haters, silence the doubters, and 5-3 jackets over the Sabres. <sighs> yep, and we're going to be halfway to making up the hole that we've dug ourselves. <laughs> exactly. We got the Ducks on Friday. That should be a, I don't a think, dub. I don't think the Ducks are that good. I don't think so either. I know they've started off good. They beat... The Sharks and Yotes to start the season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're that good. Lalia. <laughs> Jacob Lalia. 15. JL. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want to be my Kyle and Warren and read our Let's Get Social oh, questions? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull. Oh. Let me get back to this right here. Okay. Hayden's currently on uh, Kyle's computer, his laptop. Yep. We're very cautious of what we click on his pin is 7794 <laughs> if anybody wants to hack into uh or break into the studio he just leaves his laptop here so you can just you know come on in here and surf the interwebs yep if you want to yep there you go yeah um this one's from michael neff what are your sellies gonna look like when Sonny the hawk milano scores tonight i'm not gonna have a celly i'm just going You're not to gonna celly no, I'll be happy, but the first thing I'm going to do is avoid my Twitter mentions because the amount of shit that Kyle and myself have talked about Sonny Milano. Yeah. So if he scores, I'm not going to read Twitter for a whole day. 
Yeah, I was in this hole last year with Riley Nash whenever <clears throat> he scored. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Michael Neff, that was clearly directed at the full-time <laughs> artillery guys. Me, yeah. I'm just going to be fist pumping for days. Like, I'm I'll, I'll f- be happy. I'll be happy. I'm going to hit, like, 50 fist pumps, like, down low. Like, the, the down low fist pumps. Yeah. Like, just like... <laughs> shake weight it. Just shake weight it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I mean... I know that at some point throughout the season we're gonna eat crow about Sonny Milano. It's just that's just what's gonna happen. But yeah, I'm just I'm gonna sell you by not looking at my Twitter notifications for a whole day. If you were Torts, how would you try to fix defensive lapses we've seen through two games? Huh. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's. I'm not torched, so I don't have to actually make that decision. But, I mean, I feel like defensively we are a decent team. It's just my concern is, like, our actual D-men, like, I'm really not worried about. I just feel like there's certain offensive defense, offensive defense that we're not doing. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? If I were torts, I would put three and eight together. You'd be re- you would pair him back yep. up. I'm sick of seeing three and twenty seven. Yeah, and fi- I think fifty eight and eight were the other pair. I, yeah, put three and eight back together. I'm not against that. I mean, they were amazing together. Two you years have ago. you have two great, yeah, league wide top twenty is what yeah. sends some I people. Mean, honestly, stats. I feel like Savard and Murray would, think they would be great together. They're fine. Yeah, I like that. I mean, they're, I'm all for yeah. that. Put three and eight back together. Yeah. All right. I like this one. This one's from the Schwide. So nice. Do you? Do we know who that is? It's the Schwide. <laughs> oh, it's just the Schwide. Got the Schwide. This is uh, somebody inside Nationwide Arena that started a. No, it's the actual. The Schwide. actual building. Yeah. Okay. The actual well, building. Buildings can have Twitter. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. All, all right. right. I'm well, cool with it. Jordan's. I'm biased against arenas, obviously. <laughs> Why do I not have some of your coffee yet? Did you misplace it in shipping? <laughs> no. The Schweid wants your coffee. <laughs> you want in my it. coffee? Uh, it. Yeah, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but we did uh, send out a little tweet the other day and Instagram post. Uh, we have, actually, no, I did talk about it a couple weeks ago. Anyways, uh, we have our own coffee roast coming out. Uh, it's, I would say by the end of the week, it's going to be available online for purchase. And it's going to be available at all of our watch parties. So it's going to be pretty dope. It's called Cannon Blast. I love that. Great name. Yeah. A lot or no, than the Cannon name. Powder, sorry. Yeah, Cannon Blast, that's the name of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cannon Blast of, is the name the of beer, what... That's the beer, the Brewdog beer? Yeah, is the name of the Blue Jackets beer that it should be. All the other three names were, were terrible. Were bad. Yeah. But Cannon Powder, great yeah. coffee nickname. Yeah, so that's going to be... I would say in a week we're going to have it online. I just uh, met with the guys over at Jennings Java today, had a little uh, sampling of what we wanted to do, so it was pretty pretty dope experience. Got to see how they actually like roast their coffee and all do that they, stuff. Do they get the beans straight from South America? Probably. Straight from the... I think so. Jacob Lilja Mountains. <laughs> I don't know what those mountains are called down there. The, I think I think you're right. The, the Jacob uh, Lilja Mountains. <laughs> Lilja Mountains. Uh, yeah. Okay, about this one. On a scale of 1 to 10, how wide is Sidney Crosby's bleep based on his lack of punch throwing in that, quote, fight with PLD? How wide is his what? I'll just let you read here. Come, come okay. read the word. Come, come read it. I'm not going to say it. I'm... Got it. 
I don't want to. I don't want to <coughs> offend anybody. Well, yeah, no, no it's. Um, next question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Same as when he tried to fight Dubinsky. Oh, okay. So never mind. Oh, that's a question. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, yeah. Uh, hiding a clunker versus Pittsburgh behind a big Ohio State game is a genius idea. No, <laughs> great idea. That's, no, it is it's a, great a genius idea. idea, Jake. I will say that um, I went to the Ohio State game and I did not watch. I rewatched. The Penns game later later on. You did go to the Ohio State yeah, game. Yeah, but I was at the Ohio State game. Pretty sweet, um, right? It was great. Yeah. Blackout, mm. fireworks. Mm. It was good. Mm. I was fully in my duffel, as you would say. <sighs> I wasn't in, in my bag. bag. I was fully zipped in my duffel. Fully zipped. Yeah, it was good times. Over under 35 goals for Cam this season without Artemi throwing him saucies this year. Well, Over uh, under what? Over under 35 goals this year. For, for Cam. For Cam. And let me answer you, Jimmy, with art- with uh, artillery CEO Jordan's answer is he's going to have over 80 points this year, so he's obviously going to have yeah. 35 goals. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Someone's got to lead the offense here. Did I say that on the hockey dudes? That was, or did I say you that, said on, that the, on your podcast? Did I? I don't remember. I don't remember what I say. It was sometimes. a bold take. Yeah, no, I, I'm fully on board with that. Maybe like... That was pretty bold. It was <laughs> bold. Was, 80 that points. Was, that was pretty bold, especially looking at what we've got going on right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with it. <laughs> You're sweating over there now <laughs> thinking about I'm, it. I'm going with at it. At the time, it sounded good. I, yeah. I, re- I, remember I had high like, hopes. I remember being like, really? Like, <laughs> oh, like, all right. That had to have been the high bank vodka talking. I think he'll have over 35 again, though. 30, yeah. 35 That's, goals. Yeah, 35 goals and, and 41 last year, right? Yeah, yeah, that's doable. And once Texier like, fires up, yeah. once Dubois gets going, that line's going to get rolling, baby. Yeah, he's got one goal in the first two games, and his line hasn't played bad. I think their line's only, I think their line's minus one, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. So their line's not been playing bad. Speaking of Cam, at the Ohio State game um, Saturday, his brother Scott, we were trying to meet up to tailgate. And I think we both just got hammered at separate tailgates, and we coherently could not find each other. So you did meet up mentally in our via text via via bag. You <laughs> yes. got in the same. We both bag. got in the same <laughs> bag together, and it was fully zipped. Yeah. If so, the team, Scott, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Scott, if you're listening, you're welcome because he was <laughs> in the same bag as you. Yeah. If the team continues to look the way we have through two games, parentheses, admittedly a tiny sample, but it's hypothetical. How long does Torch stay? Slash, who is his replacement? Okay, let's go. Well, yeah, we can't. Torch is not going to go anywhere for at least two years. We could finish zero and eighty-two. I think Torch would still be our coach next year. Listen, uh, Torch, he needs statue. He <laughs> <laughs> needs a statue. <laughs> let's let's just retire his jersey. He's the all-time winningest coach, I think, for the Jackets by now. Oh yeah, he is. So. Uh, I mean, but, you know, I guess Sam's question's kind of valid in the sense that he can't, at some point, at some point, we're going to need a replacement, but there's just no reason to talk about that. No. There's no absolutely no reason to talk about it. There's no reason to say, if this team has this record, then he should get fired. I like the fact that Maybe we're already thinking ahead, and it's fun to think ahead. Like, who would our next guy be? Oh, but yeah. there's always no speculate, reason. Always speculate. No reason to do that. Rick Nash should be our next Ooh. coach. Hot take. I like it. You know what I think? What? Mike Todd. <laughs> Mike Todd. 
hey, I, I, he's been around the, the team long enough. He might deserve that, that role. All right, boys, real quick. I just got to step off the bench for a second. It's pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would still have he would still have the mic. He would still be the in arena host while he's behind the bench while coaching. He's the behind team. the bench. That'd be great. <laughs> I would be I would be all for that. My favorite Mike Quad Mike Quad what Mike Quad. <laughs> My favorite Mike Todd moment. Which, if you're a South Park fan, you'll probably find this humorous. Um, there was a game on the ice, and one of the guys' name was Tim. And like he was announcing him, like he always says the names when when these people come out on the ice, and he was just like, and then here we have Timmy, 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 Timmy. I just laughed my ass off when I heard that. All right, this is from CBJ Overreaction, the Twitter account. Okay. Will the Blue Jackets win a game this season? They are currently on pace to win zero. <laughs> is it time to move the franchise to a new location? Parentheses, Rome? Question mark. Uh, Rome. Is it time to fire Torts and hire Herb Brooks? Should the Jackets trade for Bobrovsky? <laughs> I, I love the uh, just the, the analytics of we're currently on pace. We're on pace. <laughs> to, to go 0-82. Uh, you know, the Jackets will win a game. Uh, I don't think Rome deserves a hockey team quite yet. From the National Hockey League, um, they have the collie though. They do have the co- they have the original collie. <laughs> they have the original, original collie. <laughs> um, I don't. It'd be pretty hard to put ice in there. I think because nah. I mean, there's there's so many like they'd have to build another floor because like yeah. there's so many cages where they stored the lions and shit. Yeah, like they'd have to build like a like a level above that. You could figure it out. Yeah, probably. I mean, that would be a hell of a game. I mean, sweet. Uh, to go see a game in the in the real coliseum. Yeah. I'd be down for I wonder that. how much their beers would be. Fucking expensive. <laughs> $35 for... <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. The great guy, question. Yeah, though. great question. And yes, the, the Jacks should trade for Bobrovsky. <laughs> uh, how long do you think till the CBJ make a big splash trade? And who do you think is a reasonable trade target? Because Yarmo is aggressive. Well, Lucas, personally, I think we should... Uh, be more worried about the cap space and try to use that. I we mean, got what, like fifteen mil? Got, yeah, Something I mean, like I don't. That. There's not huge free agents out there at all, if any. There's basically nobody out there. But yeah. like, there's something you can do with that. I'm sure. For sure. I think Yarmo will be quicker to using that cap space than he would be to trade. Yeah. I think we won't make a big splash trade earliest, earliest, late December. Yeah, I, I you gotta uh, see how this team. Plays I, yeah, I know. I agree. I think we're gonna see what this team can do. See if they can cohesively mesh their abilities together. That was weird. That was a weird way to put that, but I put it that way. You did. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it was fine. It was fine. Okay. Put their abilities together. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'll. I'll just keep going with it. I do have a question though. Going back to the torts being fired. Why do you think Todd Richards got fired? After going zero and eight, and if Torch say if Torch goes zero and eight, does that deserve firing? My brain is a pickle right now. I'm <coughs> sorry. Okay, because Todd Richards got fired right before. That's how that's how Tortorella came in. Okay, so this is like the Bud Light math conversion thing. Okay, I think Torch has to go zero and ten. Zero and ten. That's the Torch standard. That's the Torch standard. Okay, zero and eight for Todd Richards. Zero and ten. I would say zero and fifteen for Torch. I'd say. Uh, I'd say 0 and 10. 0 and 10? And How many would, OTLs, though? It has to be all regular losses. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fire him. <laughs> Get a new guy in there. Come on. This isn't uh, working. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I was just curious because... What if what if we go 0-2 and 8? 8 OTL That's fine losses. to me. I keep them. It's basically four wins. Yeah, it is. I think I'd go with it. Bud Light math conversion. <sighs> You're welcome. If Wenberg were trying to score on Elvis, do you think he could do it? No. Because <laughs> he wouldn't shoot. <laughs> he wouldn't shoot. He, he wouldn't shoot. Has he yet? Does he have any shots on goal? I don't yet? know. I don't know. He's really making me look dumb, okay? My hot take this year was 15 goals, 30 assists for Wenberg. That was another hot take. It was a very hot. 15 Gs. That was another one. I, I thought that was pretty reasonable. And I said, huh? Yeah. I thought it was pretty reasonable. Yeah, I said it was reasonable if he goes back to 4-1. That's true. You need to be. We need 41 And Wenberg. we need... Uh, Marco Dano. Or, or William Carlson. Or Scotty H. Yeah. We need them back. That'd be nice. Honestly, I feel like Scott Hurdle could probably come out of retirement. Right now? Yeah. Dude, did you see that re- did you see that report the other day that um Rick Nash it was from Portsy that Rick Nash had almost signed with us? Before? I did see that. Which That's was crazy. He had committed to signing with the Blue Jackets prior to him actually announcing his retirement. Which verbal commitment, I think. That verbally. Talking about former Blue Jackets also reminds me. We should pay respects to John Christie, who passed away on Saturday night. He was not a lot of people know his name. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stories coming about, coming out about this guy. And I think people that were around the team, like that worked for the team and the higher ups knew him very well. He was a good friend of John McConnell, the late John oh, McConnell. Oh, I got you. And I, yeah, I didn't I didn't know the name either. Was a huge part of Getting the Blue Jackets of NHL franchise. Oh yeah, no, I did see that story. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. A very successful businessman who, yeah. you know, helped a lot of organizations get on their feet, including the Frank. Yeah, he gave like John McConnell like his first like thousand bucks to start a start a business. Yeah, start Worthington Industries. There's a story on the Dispatch about it. I don't pay for the Dispatch, so I haven't read it yet. I'm yeah. hoping, I'm hoping maybe to read some more things. Uh, I'm just only reading what I've seen from his obituary, but from what I've heard, uh. Great work on his part as far as, you know, and we should be grateful for a man that any man that was a part, any man or woman that was a part of that group to get a franchise here in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Because Columbus is a completely different city. Single hand. Oh, it's completely different. I mean, could you imagine just not even from like the sports aspect of having an NHL team here, but could you imagine the downtown landscape? Like if they did not put that arena there, I don't think the short north would be what it is. I don't think like the surrounding area would be what it is, where the convention center, all these hotels popping up. Like, I feel like everything would not have developed as it has. No, so we'd still be a midwestern just college football town. Oh That's yeah, it. I mean, it's completely changed the way the country looks at this town. It's completely changed the amount of people who are moving to this town on a daily basis because yeah. of our downtown life. It's a, uh, you know, it's certainly you start you're starting to see these guys. Um, you know, it's tw- it was 20 years ago when this effort was really in its prime of getting an NHL team here. So as 20 years have gone by... I think we'll get a... Uh, this upcoming season will be year 20, right? The, I think technically it will be year 19 because there was the lockout year. Oh, yeah. In 04. But we still played. No, because there was no, two lockout yeah, yeah, years. No, I was there thinking was, the other one. I'm thinking, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. 
You think we'll have like a 20th anniversary patch on the jerseys? Yeah, just of when the will. franchise started. Because even though we didn't, pl- yeah, I guess because we even though we didn't play that year, this franchise was still in operation. Yeah, for other reasons. So yeah, we'll probably have it. But nonetheless, thank you, John Christie, for I mean everything that he did as far as and he's you know he's still got three kids who are alive today, um, and I'm sure they got to be proud. I'm sure. There will be some sort of moment of silence or something yeah. that they'll do for him tonight. In the I would arena, imagine which is, so. Which will be cool to see. I yeah. Think, you know. Um, I'm sure that, you know, the Blue Jackets production will be able to tell his story a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know how they'll do it. You know, like how mm. they'll tell his story tonight. But I think his story deserves to get told as far as I, what I the kind of... kids will probably be there. They'll sure. probably do like a short little video montage of how he impacted yeah. Columbus. Like, I want, I want to know, like, what were the things that he did to help bring a team here because like it's it's it, i'm sure an incredible amount of work had to go into it you oh, know yeah. and i just want to know like they're saying that he was a big part of it I'm, i want to know what he did you yeah. know because i just think that those stories deserve to get shared yeah and i love that type of history too yeah because like, he also how did things, it how things become into existent how things become into existent and you like you know you just feel bad that this guy didn't get the attention that he is getting now simply because he died but because when he like when he was alive like i felt like a lot of blue jackets fans didn't know who this guy was you know like yeah. if he was a big part of why the team why we have the team like i want to know more about him you know oh, yeah so i'm sure we'll learn that in the days to come um do we have any more social questions that's was, it that's that all it? i saw we got a dm here oh lord don't read it out loud don't read it out loud <laughs> Unless it uh, has something that to do one with. time in college where Jordan was tossed and was throwing his pants off, what? No, just kidding. Sorry, <laughs> I, I pulled an Austin Matthews one time. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Hey, but he kept his he kept his tidy whities on. I know. What we, I heard your whole episode about that whole situation. The tidy whities were left on, which you know. Listen, we've all been there, okay? We've all had our moments of weakness when we're when we're, we've been inebriated, and. I mean, hell, I've gone skinny dipping at the Flats on Vine pool before, right down the street here. Not a big deal. During the, during the night, but, you know, get a little tossed over down at a high street, and my buddy lived over at Flats, and I was like, I just hopped the fence and said, screw it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and then, I think, like a week later, my friend forwarded me an email, and it was from the Flats on Vine, like, apartment complex, and they said, pool hours from this time to this time, also, like, don't go skinny dipping. <laughs> That's so fair. Yeah, I mean it's fair. Don't go skinny dipping, but fair. I did it. Anyway. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I think that, that it was targeting me because maybe there was people like looking. I don't know. Whatever. Were they looking and enjoying? Uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> probably not. It was probably not a good sight. Who knows? You know. Yeah. You never know the imprint you leave on people. <laughs> that's very true. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I got. You know. I, th- I feel like we say all of this to say this. Just we're only two games in. We're only two only freaking two games in. Games in, and to me, I'm not worried. No, I I've already wrapped my mind around the 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 thought of you know what I've already said, and that is I don't think we're gonna mesh very well until about December January. Yeah, I don't think we are. I think we're we we got to find our, a way to work together. And that ain't going to be an easy road. I think the first step is to get uh, Corpusalo's confidence back. I think oh, that's yeah. the first thing. For and 
you know, we played one, he really played one game against Toronto and was a man down for a lot and only gave up four goals. He had some good saves in that game. Granted, you don't want your goalie to give up four goals. Uh, you're not going to win a lot of those games. But yeah. nonetheless, we, we got to see more of him. We're only in game three coming up tonight. We we have to get his confidence going. And um, that all being said, I think it's important to get this episode out as quickly as we can so that <laughs> yes. the people that can listen to all the things that we're saying before Buffalo get in before Buffalo. Buffalo's got a good team. They got Jack Eichel. They do. They got uh, Jeff Skinner. And they got a really good decor. Both two guys, both named Rosmus. 7-1 you, 5-3 me. Jackets yes. tonight. Yep. Go quotes. All right, little boomers. Thanks for listening to, I think this is episode 98 of the Artillery Podcast. Hey, if you are going to the game tonight or if you're going to any game in the near future, uh, make sure you drink local, drink High Bank. High Bank, uh, they have a bar right outside of the Cannon, and um, they're proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I know if you go over there and get you a drink, you will thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, what what section is the Cannon? Like 111? One. Yeah, 112, 112, yeah. 111. Yeah, yeah one, 112, there. 111, right around there. Uh, first period, intermission. Usually I'm over there just kind of hanging out and. Uh, Talking to other little boomers that meet there at the Cannon anyways. So support High Bank d- Distillery, support local, uh, proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Uh, don't forget to hit us with that five-star review on iTunes. Tell us that you love us. Drop a comment and tell us why you love us. We like reading those. We appreciate them very much. Um, Hayden, appreciate you coming on, bud. Yeah. And that's all I have to say is, yeah. yeah, once we actually get in the rhythm of our Sunday podcast, you're always welcome back. Listen, I'm just text away. All text you got to do is text me. Yeah. What do you got going on? We I keep we keep uh, lying to all of our followers and saying that we're back on Sundays and we've only been back on like two Sundays. It's fine. I yeah. mean, the thing that I the thing you have to keep in mind is you have those awesome mics. Yeah. Where you can do your podcast from anywhere. That's yeah. And we both live on the same side of town, so That's just true. let me know whenever you want to do a pod. I'm always the kind of guy that wants to drop anything <laughs> I'm doing for radio. Big radio guy. Big radio guy. I love it. You love to hear it. You, you really love. You, you love really to hear. Do. You love to. You don't really see it. <laughs> you don't. It's kind of hard to see it what I'm saying. It's very hard to see. It's like trying to smell colors. You can't do it. It's impossible. It's impossible to smell colors. What does this mic smell like? What is this color on this mic? This smell mic like? smells like uh, Kyle's breath. Probably. Also, mothballs. Is that, is that his thing, mothballs? He has mothballs in his trunk. I don't know why. Mm. And these mics were in the back of his car for like a week. Oh. And it smelled like straight mothballs. I like mothballs. It's a weird smell. You the know, first time I ever I don't smelled think I can actually ball, smell anything. I think it went away because it, it used to be on my mic screen and it's not there anymore. Mm. But yeah, my interpretation of a mothball, it smells like freshly paved pavement. You think that's okay. accurate? I don't know. I don't know what a mothball yeah. smells like. Oh, you've never smelled a no, mothball? No, I've never smelled a mothball. Oh, you told me you like mothballs. I do like them. <laughs> it's fun to say. <laughs> oh, it's just fun to say. All right, fair enough. I like mothballs more than other balls. Yeah, that's accurate. Like baseballs, basketballs? I'll just I'll let your imagination leave that statement to what it is. All right, that's fair. Just like BJ season. You leave, you leave it up to the, the imagination. Same beast, different animal. Yeah, exactly. All right, little boomers. We'll see you Wednesday. Or how how would you pronounce Wednesday? Wednesday. That's that's right. That's what I thought. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Goodbye.